Hello, I'm Guillermina Gonzalez, Executive Director of the Delaware Arts Alliance, your host for today. And today we have two great friends of this program, Carrie Gray and Laura Semerloff, Managing Director and Creative District Strategies from the Wilmington Renaissance Corporation. I hope I'm making justice to your last name, Laura, but in any event, you're more than welcome for, uh, to come to this program. Um, topic today, uh, we are having um, efforts to bring the community together, and in this case, we're talking about public murals and uh, how these murals make a difference in the community. Uh, but let me begin with you, uh, Carrie, um, refreshing people's memories in terms of uh, what the Wilmington Renaissance Corporation is all about. Sure. Well, thanks for having us. And um, to just kind of give a 30-second elevator pitch for the Wilmington Renaissance there Corporation. You go. Yes. Uh, we are the privately funded nonprofit organization that has been working on the revitalization mostly of the downtown area of Wilmington for the last 23 years. So we've been involved with projects like LOMA, um, establishing the Business Improvement District and Downtown Visions, the organization that manages it, mm -hmm. uh, as well as a number of other um, initiatives uh, in and around the downtown. And mm -hmm. so now our main focus is implementing the Creative District Plan. And we do that through a number of strategies and always with a number of partners with mm -hmm. us in that effort. Um, and so it's it's going well, and we're looking forward to you know seeing how things flourish over the next year. And we're going to talk about later on, but uh, today's program is about murals, a movement that doesn't go away. Uh, it, it began back back in the days, so but uh, there's a renaissance, Laura, for. Um, these kind of efforts in Wilmington. Um, tell us about this mural movement in Wilmington and what do you expect uh, this to fly? Oh, sure. Um, well, we recently completed uh, a very large mural project, the Veterans Freedom Mural. Okay. Um, it's on the side of a three-story building that is actually veterans housing. Mm -hmm. um, and that project involved uh, veterans, artists, and the community. Mm -hmm. um, over 100 people came and participated and were able to paint the mural. Because murals these days are painted on uh, cloth that is very similar to um, sizing that you would find in collars and cuffs. Mm -hmm. um, and the cloth can be painted inside so everybody can participate. Mm -hmm. So for the Veterans Mural, we had um, ages 8 through 93 mm -hmm. um, who came to paint. So we had a World War II veteran who actually came to paint uh, one day. Um, and by painting on the cloth, it can be done on the wall inside or on tabletops. Um, the community can participate and be a part of it. And then it's actually glued onto the wall surface outside mm -hmm. um, with this very, very strong glue and then clear coated. Um, so folks, when they go by, they can point out the sections they painted. They can point out the sections they mm -hmm. worked on, um, which, you know, murals now will last with that process, you know, 25 years. Mm -hmm. So it's a constant reminder of your participation in the process. Um, the other participant part of the process is, especially with the Veterans Mural, uh, folks came together uh, with the artist, and the artist interviewed about 30 veterans um, and talked to them about their experiences um, while they were in the service, mm -hmm. uh, most of them overseas, some here, um, all the way from World War II up into current um, conflicts in Afghanistan and Iraq. 
And then all the imagery is composed from those stories. Mm -hmm. So the artist has to be an amazing listener and be able Mm -hmm. to distill those stories into one complete image Mm -hmm. um, that then the veterans got a chance to approve Mm -hmm. and add and take away from. um, And the community got a chance to also uh, give input. So that was a really interesting part of the process, too. Mm -hmm. And it takes a special person, I think, to be able to take that kind of feedback. Mm -hmm. You know, artists usually, you think of an artist painting and you think of them alone in their studio. A free flow kind mm -hmm. of thing, and this is not the case. Yeah, you have to be able to take all that feedback. You have to take all that imagery in the first place and Mm -hmm. and make it your own, and then take the feedback as well and alter the image. Mm -hmm. So um, the process is really interesting and Mm -hmm. really fun. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that everybody that participated in the process really loved it um i know a number of people when they actually went and stood mm-hmm. um at the wall when it was you know completely installed you know it brought tears to their eyes because it was it was a monumental effort um mm-hmm. that mural in particular was 31 pieces mm-hmm. of five by five uh, foot cloth so it's very large and that's a lot of painting mm-hmm. um, so it was a lot of work for all these folks and they were very proud of it and rightfully so mm-hmm. Now, um, why murals? I mean, uh, there's other uh, kind of art-centric efforts that could be uh, this community involvement type of activity. But why particularly murals? Uh, what do you see in the creation of those, those murals uh, that are appealing or, or work for the Wilmington Renaissance Corporation efforts? I should say creative districts uh, more specifically. Well, I think murals um, are tried and true, you know, thousands of year old uh, way of mm-hmm. um, uh, sort of speaking to the world, right? Mm-hmm. It's a very public um, kind of art. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the methods we use now are also very long lasting. And it's one that people, I think it's an easy one for people to wrap their minds around. You know, mm-hmm. people, when you think of artists, most people think of painters. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's sort of an easy art to understand, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and so easy for folks to picture themselves mm-hmm. in and being a part of. Mm-hmm. Um, and also murals happen to be an easy one to participate in. Mm-hmm. You know, even folks who came and, and showed up on the paint days and said, oh, I just want to watch or I, I just came to, mm-hmm. you know, be supportive. It was not long before all of them picked up a brush. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, we'd have to kind of shoot people out when we were over. Like, okay, guys, we're done for the day, you know. They wanted to stay. They wanted to stay. People wanted to paint for hours Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. hours. Um, It's very therapeutic, too. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's something that, you know, as I said, all ages can participate in. Mm -hmm. All skill levels can participate in. You can sit. You can stand. Um, And... And a lot of times, you know, the room was silent because people were so into their work. And mm-hmm. um, a l- number of people said to us, oh, there's really relaxing mm-hmm. um, to be able to sit and create it. I think for the public, too, it's very public. You know, mm-hmm. that's a huge piece of art on the side of a wall. It's 30 mm-hmm. feet tall. It's 20 feet wide. Mm-hmm. Um, it has a huge impact. And I think for um, creative districts, you know, internationally and ours in particular in Wilmington, Mm -hmm. it's that impact. It's that visual impact of change and moving forward and beauty and art and also that the community participated. Mm -hmm. Um, Which is a departure from what the 
I personally typically conceptualize as the creation of a mural, which is an extraordinary artist conveying what comes to mind and then um, sharing that artistic experience with the community. At least that was the concept for the Mexican muralism. Mm -hmm. Um, In this case, it's more um, the process probably is more important than uh, or equally important perhaps um, as the outcome, don't you think? I think so. Um, I think for the, for the veterans mural, I think there's also the process of mural making that is an, an artist's individual vision mm-hmm. um, that definitely has its place as well. Mm-hmm. I think that's actually really, really important. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that the kind of mural making we did with um, with the community for the veterans mural, mm-hmm. the process is, is almost all of it, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's almost a... I don't want to say a byproduct, a really important byproduct that mm-hmm. you have this wonderful piece of art at the end, mm-hmm. but the process of working side by side with folks mm-hmm. that you mm-hmm. have never met before that might not be part of your neighborhood or exactly mm-hmm. your community. I mean, we had kids um, from Four Youth Productions who photographed the entire process mm-hmm. and um, they didn't know what a veteran was when they started. So they mm. g- they got to meet the veterans and talk to them, and the veterans were, you know, all willing to, of course, you know, t- tell them about, um, you know, what it means to be a veteran and and what right. that means in context of the history, and um, so there was all these important conversations that happened, mm-hmm. um, and all these opportunities for people to paint side by side with mm-hmm. folks that they never met, mm-hmm. and I will say the bond of the folks. Um, there was one group of artists. Um, as part of the mural process, mm-hmm. we um, gave an opportunity to anyone who wanted to participate, artist or not, to come to all the workshops. Mm-hmm. So the lead artist, um, Eric Oakday, uh, conducted workshops from the very beginning on the community engagement process all through the actual making of the mural. Mm-hmm. So folks were able to learn every step of the process to be able to replicate it again. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that... The process was super important in the veterans mural, right. um, and I think we'll do that again because it's super important for communities to be able to come together to make something, mm-hmm. um, which is probably the biggest part. I think important and and Carrie, when it comes to your being out and about in in many activities as you normally do, um, what do you hear about those in charge of uh, maybe city government and maybe uh, officials? Uh, maybe business people about these uh, this uh, mural movement that is uh, coming about. Uh, have they shared some thoughts with you? I think generally the feedback has been very positive because, especially folks in government um, who are very engaged with neighborhoods on a day to day basis. Mm-hmm seeing that through the mural making process you can really bring neighbors together Mm -hmm. to a common goal Mm -hmm. and how that can start to help um, strengthen or Mm -hmm. build where they don't exist um, relationships Mm -hmm. um, in a neighborhood and to help people then tackle other problems in their neighborhood or other challenges in their neighborhood that they want to see addressed. So, um, you know, it can be the foundation for other things to other great things to come out of that process Mm -hmm. um, other than just the mural. So we've gotten a lot of support. um, And I remember the day that we did the dedication for the veterans mural. Mm -hmm. um, The governor was there and the secretary of state, um, Jeff Bullock, were there. And 
um, General Major General Vavila from the National Guard was there as well. And the three of them, mm-hmm. not knowing much about mural making, were just fascinated by mm-hmm. the process mm-hmm. and by, you know, how the mural comes to be on that wall mm-hmm. and wanted to meet as many of, of the people that were part of the making of the mural as possible, not just mm-hmm. the lead artists, but also folks who gave a lot of their time and talent to the mural making. So um, there was a, a great respect for that process and how um, it all came about to the end result of the mural. And in both cases, I'm, I'm hearing that it's about building communities, that is about bringing the best of individuals and sharing time and space for an artistic reason, which is very powerful in itself. Um, let's go back to where we were, but uh, before I do that, let me re-engage the audience to let you know that you're listening into um, the lower state of the arts news talk, 1450 WILM and 1410WDOV. We have very important guests today, uh, Carrie Gray and Laura Semmerloth, a managing director and creative district strategist from the Wilmington Renaissance Corporation. They're sharing today about um, and the mural movement, I should say, in Wilmington, if, I, if I'm allowed to call it that way. But in any event, uh, they're sharing their activities related to bringing people together uh, by the arts, for the arts, I would say, and uh, plans. Let's go back to where you um, began, Laura, saying that this is not going to be the last one and that you're already thinking about the new one. Uh, where the process, as you uh, mentioned, is uh, extremely important. What is in the pipeline on those uh, lines for the uh, mural movement, sort of speak? So um, we did just complete another mural at 7th and Tattnall with Mm -hmm. the artist Smash Label, um, and that's going to be dedicated um, this Friday. Mm that's a really important mural as well. Um, that was one of the other types of murals we were talking about. Mm-hmm. So that was an artist's sole vision. Okay. Um, and they expressed it in the mural. Um, but I will say with that mural, which has a very positive message, um, every time I'm standing there to talk to the artist while he was working, or um, we actually did a lighting component with that mural that was uh, mm-hmm. very integral to the, to the art, um, people would come up and be so happy and inspired mm-hmm. by the mural um, and there already is so much love and respect for that mural mm-hmm. that it's really taken uh, I, I think it's really in the heart of the community at this mm-hmm. point so very very important um, the next mural we'll be doing is at 7th and Windsor mm-hmm. so both of these projects are part of the 7th Street Arts Bridge mm-hmm. um, that mural is actually going to be done at Hicks Community Center mm-hmm. so um, that will be that process will be similar to the Veterans Mural okay. where everyone will get a chance to paint it mm-hmm. um, we met yesterday with the kids and presented the image and talked to them about the image and what and it means to it, be. they loved it, I'm sure. Oh, they loved it. They absolutely loved it. And when the artists asked them questions about what they thought it meant, they came up with some great ideas mm-hmm. and um, really, uh, we're really, really excited to be a part of it. So that's going to be really fun. We'll have three paint days uh, for the community. Mm. One will be just for the seniors. Mm-hmm. Um, we think that's important to make sure we touch everybody in the community right. and, and they get a chance to paint. Um, and then one day for the little kids, um, some sort of simple sections of the mural mm-hmm. that um, are easier to paint. 
Um, all the murals are paint on the cloth in a paint by number method. Okay. So anybody can do it. It's basically matching the color of the paint with the number of the uh, section on the mural. So it's very, right. very easy. And there's training involved. You mentioned that. And, and uh, as far as I understand, it's public art prep program. You might want to talk about that because I'm sure that more than one will be would like to be involved. And certainly uh, we can offer them the chance to do so. In any event, Carrie, tell me um, uh, what should be defined as a personality of this uh, mural movement in Wilmington? Typically, uh, mural movements reflect the community they live in as many artistic expressions. How would you say or, or what comes to mind um, when you see this effort uh, maybe in the next five, ten years, how would you like to see that um, defined? I think the word that comes to mind is diversity. Okay. Uh, there is a great amount of diversity in our city um, and diversity of all types. Mm -hmm. And that will be reflected in the artwork. Mm -hmm. um, the, the Veterans Freedom Mural at 9th and Washington is very different from the Smash Label Mural, um, Be the Light, Spread Love, mm -hmm. at 7th and Tattnall Street. Mm -hmm. So... Um, I think that is the celebratory um, part of this whole process, mm -hmm. is that we are expressing all of the diversity of our community through the artwork that happens in these murals. Mm -hmm. Excellent. And uh, well, thank you. And Laura, going back to you and those who want to be involved, there's training. Uh, could you please define the public art prep program? And if people are interested, what do they need to do to sure. join? So with the Veterans Mural, we had about 25 artists who completed the whole program. So mm -hmm. they joined Eric in making that mural. So they learned every step of the way, every part of that process um, up until installation. Mm -hmm. And so we'll have another opportunity uh, to do some formal training in that way uh, coming up. But folks can also participate in the 7th and Windsor Mural mm -hmm. um, that's going to be painted at Hicks. Mm -hmm. um, and you'll get training right on the spot and introduced to the process. Mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, we could count you in on the next uh, training program that we'll do. Um, it's easier to do a training program with one of the larger murals, like mm -hmm. we did for the Veterans Mural, um, so that everybody gets a chance to take mm -hmm. part in the entire process. Mm -hmm. um, the Windsor Mural, we uh, won't do every part of it publicly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, um, But the next one, probably we will. There you go. So, now what happens, something that comes to mind right now, you're going to discover artists, I'm sure, because people might be engaged and then oh, they want yeah. to continue. Um, how is that going to continue? Because I'm sure you don't want to cut their wings once they discover the inner artists they have. Um, how does mm -hmm. that continue? We discovered a lot of artists in the uh, making of the Veterans I'm Mural. Sure and I think a lot of folks rediscovered themselves. You know, people said, oh, I painted when I was younger, or I drew when I was younger, or I did this as hmm. a child, or I did this as a young adult, but I haven't had time to do it lately, or mm -hmm. I had kids, and I had to take care of them, and I didn't have a chance to do my own art. Mm -hmm. And so I probably will say that there were at least six people who sort of rediscovered... That's what I'm saying. What are that, you going to do mm -hmm. with these guys? We're going to put them to work. <laughs> we got more murals to do, so we'll, well, well have plenty of opportunities to have folks involved. Um, and I think that's also... I, I, I think that's part of this process where mm -hmm. folks say, actually, I do have talents I can lend to, to this project, and right. I want to see my work again out in the world. 
um, even as part of a group effort. It, it's very, it's very powerful. There you go. Now to get in contact, if they don't know and, and want to be involved, uh, do they need to call you? Or what do they need to do? Um, they can send us an email through okay. our website, oh, um, okay. Creative District Wilmington. Um, we're also on uh, Instagram and Facebook, mm-hmm. um, and they can always reach out to us um, directly at mm-hmm. our at our offices in the Community Services Building. Okay, is there a chance for uh, to provide some uh, a phone number maybe for those who like to get in contact? Not really. Sure, it's um, our office number is three zero two four two five. Five five zero zero, and my extensions one zero eight. Excellent, and and with that, I'm sure more than one will connect with you. And again, you're going to discover more inner artists, which is fantastic. Uh, so plans, uh, carry switching gears a little bit uh, for the Wilmington Renaissance and Creative Districts. Uh, Creative District, um, do you want to bring us up to speed on on things sure. that are coming up? Well, so we've just actually started talking about um, not only 2017, but 2018. Mm-hmm. In the last um, last month or so, we've started really focusing on what's next um, in terms of projects. And, you know, there are four major um, uh, public art projects that are happening as part of the 7th Street Arts Bridge that Laura mentioned. Mm-hmm. So we have two murals, the one that's already completed and the one that's now being worked on at Hicks. Um, as well as a sculpture garden that will be dedicated on October 7th. Okay. As well as um, two parklets um, that are being done as part of a parking day celebration on Friday, September 2nd. So uh, you'll start to see things other than murals um, popping Mm. up in the Creative District. And I think that's really important for us to uh, note as well that... Mm -hmm. Not everybody's a painter or a muralist, and right. some people are sculpturists, and we want to hear from them too because mm. we um, have talked about, you know, finding resources and funding to do other public art projects uh, in the district, mm-hmm. um, and so it'll be important for us to have that pipeline of folks that are interested. I think going forward. And of course, you know, events and promotions and all kinds of things that'll happen in the creative district going forward. So many, many, many different things that are happening for that creative district and Wilmington Renaissance Corporation. In any event, check it out. Google it. You know, there's always that always makes the tricks for everyone. I want to thank you both for your time today and bringing up to speed uh, the audience and myself in the many things that you guys are doing. Thank you very much. Thank you.